What's up, world, and welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff podcast, where hip-hop heads discuss hip-hop topics. On this mini-episode, Jamil, Vince, and myself will be reviewing the latest album from Armani Caesar entitled The Liz Part 2. We'll discuss what we liked about the project, our critiques, our favorite five tracks, and give the album our final 1-10 to rating. So please, kick back and enjoy the show. What up, what up? What up? What's going on with you, bro? And out here, uh, wasn't ready for that hawk to come through. <laughs> you should have been. <laughs> Man, it's I don't November, ain't from news. Chicago. This is true. This is true. I guess I forgot it was November. It was like 80 degrees here less than a week ago. Bro, bro, same here. It was like in the 70s a couple of days ago. Now, now all of a sudden it's, it's it, it was trying to snow yesterday. Oh, it did snow here. We got like six inches. What? Yeah. Oh, y'all, y'all tripping. Y'all, y'all get, y'all, okay, y'all getting the real hawk then. Right. But what's wild is, so it snowed like overnight. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I wake up, uh, what was it, Saturday morning to six inches of snow is gone already. All of it. Oh, wow. Wow. And wow. Did it mess up traffic? Oh, I didn't go outside that day. <laughs> you wouldn't know <laughs> not at all not at all I was looking out the window like yeah this is a good day to stay in the crib I'm like man it look cold out there y'all <laughs> that's pretty much what I was on oh wow wow in your in your gated community <laughs> <laughs> looking down at the peasants from the balcony you know right <laughs> looking down at the poor who have to shovel <laughs> their own snow hi <laughs> <laughs> the money y'all Right, <laughs> the broke folks is here. How <laughs> uh, with your broke? <laughs> yeah, I'm sipping some. Uh, I was able to find a bottle of uh, <clears throat> old Granddad 114. Um, oh wow! That's what I'm sipping on now. It's, it's it's it definitely separates the men from the boys, and it, it'll it'll warm you up when it's chilly outside. But um. I was able to find a bottle for like 25 bucks. I was like, wow. Yoinks. It's it's so hard to find. It's not expensive, but it's just, it's always out of stock, you know? But that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm surprised that it is at that price because it's, I mean, it's a a well sought after liquor. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised it was too. I thought it was going to be like 50 bucks, but. Right. I guess because it's more of an old head drink. It's it's not, it's not a rapper drink. That's that's what that is. It don't come with the hip hop tax. Very true. Very true. The hip hop tax. I like that. Yeah, that's that's very true. Like like bourbon drinkers are in the know about it, but <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Your average Joe Blow. Yeah, they not they not they not reaching for no old granddad. You know, I should have bought two bottles to be quite honest, but Yeah. I just got the one. But uh but let's get into these reviews, man. Um I know we're still waiting on Vince. He should be here any minute. But, uh, man, bro, we got a couple of reviews uh, to get to tonight. But uh, let's go ahead. Let's let's do ladies first, man. Let's do ladies first. Uh, let's dive into the most recent album uh, from uh, Armani Caesar. Um, Griselda. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Representing the Griselda crew and label. Um, her latest album, The Liz, part two. 
uh, or the Liz 2. Uh, it dropped October 21st, 2022 on Griselda Records. It is her second LP. Uh, it clocks in at 17 songs and 38 minutes and features production by Camouflage Monk, Sovereign, and Derringer. So uh, let's get into it, man. What were your expectations for this album uh, going going right into it? Were you familiar with Armani Caesar at all? Like, what, what did you say? So I didn't listen to the Liz. Um, I mean, I'm familiar with her work, but only as a feature artist. And she's dope. Like, Armani could go. I, I haven't done the research to find out, you know, whether she writes or is, is just a spitter. Um, I I believe that she does write. I, I seem to remember her saying that in a, uh, in an interview, um, which I can respect because her, her, her pen game is is definitely dope. So I was once I was kind of convinced to listen to it at first, I was like, eh, I don't know. She got this. Kodak feature. I don't know if I really want to like if that's the direction the album is going to go. I'm not. I'm not interested. But um, you know, you kind of you kind of put a bug in my ear about that one. So I was like, let me let me let me check it out because I know her pen is sharp, despite you know my uh, my my feelings about Kodak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that almost scared me away. I I I didn't know until after the fact that he was even on this this project, but. The track he was actually on, I, I you know I get into that a little later. I get into that a little yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. For me myself, I I was familiar with Armani Caesar, not not just from her features on various Griselda projects, but I actually did listen to <clears throat> the first Liz uh, project, and I liked it. I I I, I didn't check it out till like what, earlier this year, and. I was I was quite impressed. I was quite impressed. I was I was kind of mad at myself for not plugging and talking about that album more once I actually heard it because it was it was a pretty good project. So um, I was already familiar with her. I was already familiar with her pin game and everything. So I was I was kind of anxious to see you know what she was bringing on this second project. What's going on, Vince? What's up? What's up? How y'all feeling? What's what good? Up, what's what good? Up? You came in just in time, bro. I was I was uh, asking. Um, we we we're diving into this Armani Caesar, uh, the Liz Part Two first. Uh, did you did you have any particular expectations going into this project? No, not at all, because um, I hadn't listened to any of her projects. I've I've heard on some tracks and I've heard some of her songs, but I I didn't I never listened to a full album, so I had no expectations. Ah, okay, okay. So you was an open book, okay. Much like Jamil. All right, so let's let's dive into it, man. When y'all got a chance to 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 get into the album, what were your first impressions? Did you did did the album have to sit with you a little longer for you to formulate a a, a, a full fully fleshed out opinion on it? How did it sit with you over time, um, Jamil? I, I'll give you the floor first. Um, I did give it some time, and I I think that. I kind of came to the same conclusion after some time with it that I had on the initial. Um, and my expectations were right, man. Like, Armani, she got bars. Like, her, her pen, she got a lot of quotables. Um, she definitely had some memorable lines. Like, I think one of my favorite bars from her was, uh, what you say, all my girls are 10 to 10, like 950. I thought yeah. that was pretty, I thought that, that was, was pretty too. slick. But she's she's got a lot of jewels like that, and I I appreciate it, 
because you know it would have been real easy for her or really anybody with with the Griselda crew to just kind of coast on the reputation and, and kind of phone it in because you got a built-in fan base and I don't feel like she did that at all I feel like she you know definitely brought um, brought what she brings to the table she's a, a unique MC out of this crew um, she's she got street bars um, but she's definitely not like a, a female version of say Conway she's her own MC which I which I do appreciate her um, kind of distinct point of view that said a little too much singing for me um, and a little too much coochie talk for me <laughs> yeah she, but, she, does, she does rap about she does rap about her punani <laughs> yeah 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 but that said I recognize that I'm not the audience for that so I'm not saying that it's a bad thing it just doesn't it doesn't speak to me because I happen not to own one so you know I can't <laughs> I'm, I'm clearly not the target audience for this but aside from that like just when she's when she's just straight rapping rapping she got the goods like she um she kind of reminds me of Fox a little bit like some of her um some of her cadences and some of her word choices like reminded me of a um not early early Foxy Brown but like like mid-career Fox um before she started doing this like super deep voice and all that that patois stuff she started doing before she went deaf which um you know I thought suited well like she was she definitely falls in line with the camp and uh I dug it I dug it all right all right understood uh, Vince, man, once you got a chance to get through this project, what were your first impressions, and, and, wh- and where do you stand with the album after after giving it some time? Um, real similar to Jamil. Um, I think she can't really sing, but she does a lot of melodic stuff. She tries to, yeah. but this is one thing I started realizing. I started thinking about who she's with, as far as Griselda, <laughs> and. She really blends in well as far as like the Griselda count and the, she's like the female version of them, you know, and it, 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 it fits well. Like she can she can definitely rap. It's not necessarily always for me what she's rapping about. Like Jamil was saying too much of a certain thing is like, but she definitely fits an archetype of a certain type of woman out in this world. And they weren't always represented. It's been a while since they've been represented. And if they were represented properly, then she doesn't. Um, But as I, uh, cause you know what I mean? It's it's, this, there are those types out in the world. No doubt. Um, And uh, you know, as far as like they, she represents that type of woman. She is, I mean, she's she's definitely rugged and raw, but she adds a sexiness to it too. But she's not over the top with it. She talks about it a lot, but she's not over the top with it and all uh, hyperbolic or exaggerative, like, you know, the um, uh, Lottos and the uh, Megan Thee Stallions and the Nicki Minaj's of the world. Like, she doesn't do it like that. Uh, yeah. She gets, she has a, 
a certain griminess with it, you know. Right. Like you were saying, it, like Foxy Brown and whatnot. I was gonna say, was there anything about the project that you uh, didn't like so much? I know Gr- J- Jamil had mentioned some of the singing. Yeah, it was a little. Well, it, it was more the singing, but okay. see, it, it it's just like because it just didn't. It was like. It, it just was a stark contrast to what she does when she raps. And then it was like, it was the contrast wasn't adding up to me. But then I started thinking about the staleness in which West Side Gun does his uh, hooks. And then it started to make sense. Mm. Um, it started to make, I mean, that doesn't mean like I appreciated it more, but it started, it's like, oh, I see what she's going for. So it like, it fits with, with her count. But, um, other than that, I mean, it was a nice project. Uh, it was something that would make me tune into her again. Okay, all right, I understood. Uh, for me myself, uh, my impressions, or not, I shouldn't say impressions, my expectations going into the project was, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of high. Um, being that I did listen to the Liz, the first Liz project. And, you know, she's a Griselda artist, so there's a certain amount of quality control that we've come to learn to expect from Griselda artists. And uh, she lived up to my expectations, man, I got to say. I've watched quite a, I shouldn't say quite a few, but at least a couple of interviews with her uh, during her press run leading up to this album and promoting this album. And, you know, she's, she's a chick with a good head on her shoulders, man. She she knows the business well she knows what she's bringing to the table you know she's and she's a classy lady you know like don't let the rapper sound a fool you right you know, she, she's a very smart classy lady <clears throat> and i was a little upset that her project and west side guns project got released a week apart because i didn't really have time to dive into her project initially like i wanted to i gave it a a, a good listen you know a good you know once over run through the first time and i wasn't hearing anything that was just offensively bad i'm like okay nothing on here i hate but i just didn't have time to dive into it like i wanted to so you know with our reviews of course on this channel we, we try to give stuff a little bit more time and i'm so glad i did because on the second third fourth and fifth listen to this project it is so much more better and i'm so glad i took the time out to really do a deep dive um you know she's an artist who's been growing on me and continues to grow uh, to me the project had a great intro and opening track yeah and I, I ended up loving this more than i expected to and more than i had any business loving it <laughs> you know <laughs> i know what you mean y'all talked about her subject matter and it, 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 it if i if i if i have one critique for her it is that she can be a little one-dimensional but um and i wish she would kind of expand her range of topics a little bit but man the 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 project works for me man this works for me um you know having more time to kind of dive into it it's like it's like she gets to the point very quickly yeah it's 17 tracks but it's only 38 minutes long so it is a it is a pretty quick and concise listen and to me like the album doesn't really have any missteps till you get to what is it money the money maca hold on one second let me pull up this track list and yeah there's no real there's no real 
mistakes or missteps till the money maca and psych like the money maca is like it was i found it to be just okay it, it's it's kind of disposable but then like psych to me is just like downright obnoxious but everything else on here is a keeper i, I think it's a little tragic that she chose psych as her album closer but like everything else on here is a keeper i think I think she honestly could have made First Wives Club her her uh, closer. Mm, I can see yeah. that. Yeah, you know. But, I think. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. I think Psych. Um, it it kind of comes off like a bonus track to me because it's so sonically different from everything else. Like subject matter is the same, but the the cadence is different. the The production is just is. I mean, it's a club banger, and there are no other ones. On the, on the album, like even the um, even uh, uh Diana, which kind of could be, it doesn't even sound like that. Yeah, let's 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 talk about Diana. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, that that is the Kodak Black track. I I didn't even know that was him till I looked down at my phone to see who the other MC was. Yeah, and I immediately probably like scrunched up my face when I. <laughs> <laughs> I saw saw his name, but like I didn't hate it. I didn't hate the song. She she did her thing in the first verse. He did his thing in a way that was not offensive to me. But it's what it's what Armani does after Kodak's verse to me that I just really like. Just stuck the landing for me. Like she did this kind of like real playful sing along type of flow and and just took the track in a whole different direction it's like she rapped and kodak black but then she sang but then what but the stuff she was singing about was just man it was just so gutter and the way she just effortlessly glided over the beat it was it was great man it, it was it was atmospheric it was the album has its own tone man and it's like we talked about this before with Griselda projects but to hear a, a, a mc who's a woman be able to do the same and give us a fully flushed out follow-up project that actually sticks to a theme she yeah. did a phenomenal job man she did a phenomenal job i enjoyed this a lot more than i expected to and um you know <laughs> I, I i loved it man like like I, I was also picking up a lot of um you know i don't i don't know if if some people would call it this and might push back on this but she's a feminist man she is indeed a feminist and it's like her brand of feminism takes on a different form from you know i don't know what what some niggas might traditionally think of feminism as but you know uh, there's a lot of themes of like financial independence and being Absolutely. able to provide for oneself and commanding one's sexuality for themselves like and I dug it, man. I dug it. It was, it was, I'll put it this way. It was updated street feminism. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah I, I dug it, man. But not in a way that it didn't feel offensive to men, though. That's the cool part about it. You know, it right, right. It did not. Plus, you see, you're right. When you, when you, when you word it that way, you, you're exactly right. But I didn't, it didn't come off as like an attack on men exactly exactly it's like look i got a bar this is where the bar is at you know you, you can you can meet it with kick rocks um, right. what, what did what did y'all think about uh diana though i dug it surprisingly um i think i agree with you on on the 
melody that she had afterwards. Like both of uh, both of them actually had decent bars, and and Kodak surprisingly was not horrible on this. I knew who it was when I heard his voice, but like he he actually had a couple bars in there that made me you know raise my eyebrow a little bit. So perhaps I've I've judged him a little too harshly. And I, I, I want to do that. I know that I am. I'm definitely, you know, real quick to judge somebody harshly a lot of times by the interviews or just their general presence. And Kodak was definitely one like that. Like he's said and done aside from, you know, his brushes with the law and all of that foolishness and, the, the you know, the deviance in that space. But just his whole presentation and, and things that he's said and done. Um, just as a, a package as an artist you know just kind of turned me off um, but yeah as far as Diana as a track I dug it okay indeed well indeed. I, I say this we we it's it's time to realize finally that Kodak Black is an enigma he's not he doesn't fit into any category I don't think because he he actually can rap um, he actually has a he has skill. I think he I think he dials it back on purpose. I'm not saying I'm sure. he's uh he's not at the top. Now. I, don't, I ain't gonna say he's a top lyricist, but right. he 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 does things when he when he in his writing where you can see that oh it's something there. And um, <laughs> lately he's been showing them more. You know he he was in, he was so impressive on Kendrick Lamar's album that people think Kendrick wrote it for him. You know, yeah, and, um, right. I, I'm, it's me. I'm people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but and that 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 gets, just goes to show you that he is an enigma. He he, mm-hmm. he his what what people perceive him to be. He actually is more. I think he he, he wants people to see him like that. I mean, it, it has to be calculated for sure. It has to be. Um, I, I don't know so much that it's calculated. I I think that. You know, and I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I think that Kodak Black, I, I would compare him to a decent role player on the bench. You know, who could who would come off the bench and give you a quick, you know, nine to eleven points, grab a couple of rebounds, get a couple steals. You know, but he ain't the star. No, you you right. But if the star broke his ankle, he could give you more. <laughs> Possibly. If the star sprained his ankle in the first half, he could give you more for the second half to help you win. But with, with the right with the right coach and the right, well, yeah. I should say the right. <laughs> yeah, but it's the, I didn't I didn't want to turn this into Kodak Black time. Right. The um that song was that was one of the premier songs of the album. Um, and you right that switch. That switch that she did when she started singing, it was it was nice. Uh, Kodak Black did his job. He made the he actually made the song better in my opinion. But she was the one that stood out when she went and did the switch. Absolutely. So the I mean the song was just the song was really good. Yeah, the song just works. It just works. And I, I hate to I hate to keep talking about the male MCs who, who guest appeared on here, but like. Man, what did y'all think of the Benny the Butcher verse? Hey, Benny just keeps getting better and better and better. And he hears the critics 
And he, you know, when they say that he only got one flow, and I think the last maybe three features I've heard from him, he has deliberately done something different in each one, which is different what he typically does. Um, just to, to me, it's just a flex. Like, yo, I can do this. And in this case, he specifically said that. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, absolutely. I think he been listening to J. Cole. I think he had a conversation with J. Cole <laughs> and uh, doing something similar to what J. Cole has done with the I can see that. three, four years. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was thoroughly impressed by that track with him and uh, Stove Got Cooks. I think it's called Hundred Dollar Hiccup. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's talk. Let's talk favorite tracks, man. Like, like you know, oh, I, I, oh, I gotta say, oh. I was thoroughly impressed by this project as a whole so like other other than the two tracks i mentioned it's like you really can't go wrong with anything on here but like let's talk our, our favorite five tracks from the list uh part two um before we do that can i, oh, can I push back on something real quick please something that you said about her being um kind of one-dimensional i don't agree I don't agree. I don't think I don't think she's been one dimensional. And when you all were describing her style as like um, kind of a new age feminism, I think speaks to that fact that she isn't just one thing like the, you know, the anatomy rap is a tool in a tool bag for her, but not like that's not the only thing that she has to offer. And it's not even the thing that she leads with necessarily. Like it's just something that is is there, and I I can appreciate that as part of her um part of part of her journey as an artist because that is a part of her life. She and she certainly has a right to express that and to own her own sexuality. I was just saying for me, it was a lot of it because it doesn't speak to me as the consumer, but not that it was it was poor. But I don't think that there's any one lane that she's sticking to. There's that. She got a street bar. She got, like you mentioned, the financial independence part, which kind of overlaps with the street stuff. But then there's also like the high fashion portion of it um, and just the business aspect. Like she giving you a lot of different perspectives, um, all of which I think be this the the, the notion of um, empowerment. So I, I completely agree with you on, you know, her um, her having a brand of feminism and her work. But I disagree that she's being one-dimensional or kind of a one-trick pony on this project. Well, I said one-dimensional, but maybe what I meant was one note. Um, okay. And maybe, and by one note, I meant like she comes from the mold of a of a, of a more street MC. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe I misspoke. No, she's not. She's not one-dimensional, but I do find some of the music on here a little one-note and. But not always, not always, you know, because there's man, it's, it's it's so many good songs on here. It's it's dope interludes. It's it's a, a, a definite theme throughout the album. The whole Liz Taylor theme. But yeah, very good point, Jamil. Very good point. That that's that's a that's a dope retort. But yeah, yeah, favorite tracks, man. Um, I'll give it up to. I'll, I'll swing it over to Vince first. Uh, did you have five? favorite tracks from this project that really stood out to you were your favorites um it's been a while since i heard it so i don't know if i had five but i will definitely say that diana that Mm hundred dollar hiccup 
I love Survival of the Littest. I just like I like the I like the the title of it too, man. Yeah, that is. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Um, I like that El Puro. Oh, with Conway. Yeah. And Snowfall, I like that. I mean, I liked all of them. Snowfall was like, dope. But that's the like one where she was also singing on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, I, I know. Jamil kind of complained about the singing, but I thought the singing kind of added a little something extra. So this is what I like. I was saying earlier about the singing. At first, see, I didn't have any expectations, but I also thought it was going to be something. If that makes any sense. So I had an idea, but I didn't have any expectations. So when she started doing a lot of that singing, I did not expect that, and I didn't expect it in like a, in like a derogatory way and so but as i start thinking about who she's with and everything and i listen to it again like the staleness of the way she does what she does it made sense so it started sounding better to me and then i started getting into what that was so um yeah those, those are the songs for me i liked all of her songs though um you know some more than others and the ones y'all mentioned of course but Oh, ultimately, I just like the album. Indeed, indeed. You you brought up El Puro. That's a good one too. That's another one I felt could have could have been a potential uh, album, album closer. closer. Yeah, yeah. But it's something about Griselda projects. It's like it's like the closers don't don't always hit it. But like <laughs> it's I'm starting to notice that's the thing with Griselda projects. All right, Jamil, man, favorite five tracks. What you got? Uh, I'm gonna go with Paula Dean, <laughs> Diana, Hundred Dollar Hiccup, uh, Survival of the Littest, and El Puro. Ah, okay. All right. All right. All right. I like it. Man, y'all didn't have Meth and Mary on y'all list? I mean, it can go on there, but. One of the other ones you gonna you gonna talk about one of the other ones I took off. Right, you could definitely <laughs> move some stuff around. Yeah. Okay. All right. For myself, my favorite five tracks were Diana, Hundred uh, Dollar Hiccup, Meth and Mary, First Wives Club, and Ice Age. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I just I love the way she rides that beat on Ice Age. The vocals she throws down on First Wives Club are just dope to me. Um, I had no business singing that hook, but I was earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do not. Yeah, I, I, hey man, this is a safe space, man. Like, <laughs> when you when when the vibe cuts you, you got to do what it tells you. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh man. But uh, let's get to rating time, man. It is time to give the album our final 1 to 10 rating. Uh, 1 being Garbage Truck Juice, 10 being a classic, 5 being mediocre or average. Um, Armani Caesar, The Liz Part 2, on a scale from 1 to 10. Uh, Vince, man, what you giving this? I'm giving it a 7.5. All right. All right. It's solid. It's solid. Um it's hard for me to give anybody's first album I listen to a 10. I don't, I mean, I wouldn't think it was a 10 anyway, but it's just hard because I got to get to know the person. Um, but it's, it is solid. 
it's a um yeah 7.5 i think all right all right i respect it jamil man what are you giving our money caesar the lives part two man we 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 breaking uh broken record around here because i'm doing the same thing seven and a half all right i think it was a solid project but uh i i mentioned my my issues with it off top okay all right understood understood um i guess i'm in the minority on this one <laughs> i myself after spending more time with this album i am giving armani caesar's the Liz part two a 8.5 out of 10. Mm. um i thought it's thinking that hook that's very very high praise right hey man it earned it it earned it like <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, it's been a while since I've heard a project from a female MC that I really dug from beginning to end and I felt was concise and got to the point and flushed out a, a theme, an actual theme. I, I haven't heard an album that fits that bills probably since Rhapsody's Eve, you know. Um, mm. And this does it for me, man. Of, of course, you know, she's from a different mode. She's a little bit more street. But this album just works for me. The production, man. The production is great. Her flows are great. The guest appearances are dope. And the album cover is dope. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm rolling with an 8.5. Like I said, I, I started out getting giving this album an 8 out of 10. But the more and more I listen to it, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to bump this up. I'm going to bump this up a couple notches. And she, yeah. she's definitely earned it. And it's better than the first Leah's project. Okay. So there you have it. 7.5 out of 10 from Jamil and Vince. 8.5 out of 10 from myself. Listeners, check out this album for yourself and, and judge for yourself uh, how much you like it. Um, so with that, we got a few more reviews coming up for y'all. And um, we're going to see you on the next one. Peace, 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 peace.